Hi guys, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to The Dang Truth with Edith Yolanda. And guess what guys, guess what? I'm so excited, I'm so excited because I got my co-host in, Michael Talk. Welcome to The Dang Truth. How y'all doing? Ah, you hear that face? Say it again. How y'all doing? Oh! <laughs> you know what might happen? Oh, shit. You know what might happen? What might happen? Like, the ladies might hear you on the podcast and be like, ooh, I want to meet Michael Zod. That'd be nice. Oh, see? Tricking you off already. Listen. (laughs) Guys, I'm so excited because I've been telling you time and time again that um, last year, around October, November, I was telling everybody that I was looking for a co-host. I was looking for a legit co-host that was going to, like, bring the heat. Tell me when I'm wrong. Give me his male point of view. And all along and along, I had my friend, my homie, Mike Doc. I don't know why I didn't think of this any sooner. I don't know why either. I don't know why it took this long, but you're here. You're here. You're here. So, Mike, let, let the audience know a little bit about you. I've told them about, you know, um, us collaborating and getting some of your stories on air because you do these like erotic stories. Let, let them know what you do. Well, the, a lot of people call it erotic stories. Um, I like to call it urban fiction. Okay. Um, basically, I'm I'm telling the stories of people that you may may not know. Um, I try to deal with things that you could relate to. Okay. Um, I will be working on a story this week in regards to um, two females. Who have found each other, and now they are going to have to tell the husband. What? Yes. So the two ladies are like getting it on this week. So the two ladies. So all right, let don't me, tell the story because well, we want tell, them to go. I'm not gonna tell the story. Oh, okay, but, okay, you know, but break it down because I need to know. I'm, I'm trying to trying to help people out there. You know, this woman has been in this marriage for you know 15 years or so. And she's been missing something. Oh, wow. And she didn't know what she was missing. She until, knew all along and along. Until she ran into this female co-worker that awoke some things in her. Ooh. So. The great awakening. So she. Yes. So she allowed herself to become. So, Mike, when you're doing these stories, right, you said that even though that they're fictional, that they have a little bit of truth to them. So, do you know if this actually is a thing? Like, did this actually happen in real life, like in the past or in the present? How, how do I put this? A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of the stories that I write are based off of events or people that I know. Okay. So, it does have some truth to it. Yes, it does. That makes it even better. I ain't yes, even gonna lie. Like, yes, it does. And then, and then, like, the more and more I get to know you and the people who you hang around, I'm like, that's that bitch that was fucking around. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? No, I'm just like, I'm just like, but no. Okay, so you have these urban fiction um, writings or whatever stories. Uh-huh. So, like, I know what. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to let them know at the end of the podcast where they can actually go and, like, read these stories. Oh, for sure. Because I usually go to your Facebook page and click onto it, to the link. You know, the last one that was really, like, blew my mind and I was laughing my ass off in the car while I was reading it 
when the girl was actually going over to the guy's house and she was like, all these eyes were looking at her. Were you talking about the roaches? Oh. <laughs> I was yeah. dying. Yeah. I was I- like, is he talking about the roaches or actually is there somebody like no, looking at them? I don't know if anybody has ever been in a situation. <laughs> that was and, and, hilarious. And, and me, this this is kind of like a pers- <sighs> this is kind of like a personal story. Cause, Damn. Because uh, you know I I wanted to tell it from a female point of view. Right. Because if they heard a dude was talking about you know we ran into the kitchen and saw roaches and shit oh, in there, man. then you would be like, I don't believe you. I don't believe no woman. <laughs> Could be that unclean. Trust me. It, Trust me. Really? Because I don't, I don't discriminate when it comes to women. So I can date a woman that's from the hood or who is, you know, from, you know, wherever. But it doesn't mean just because they're from the hood, you could be in, in a nice house and have roaches. That's true. But this chick here. <laughs> Had roaches. Yes. And it was unbeknownst to me <laughs> until... I saw her kitchen. Wow. And, you know, when the roaches opened the refrigerator door. That's and, disgusting. And was like, hey, man. I am disgusted. How so are did you, man? This is the biggest question. Did you still hit it, though? Yeah, I hit it. Oh, my God. See? This, I mean, is, what, fellas, this is what I'm talking about. Fellas, oh, I my mean, God. That's gross, I mean, I had, I had hit it before I went into the That's gross. I hit it before I went into the kitchen. Oh, my God. So I mean, did you I didn't shake your know. clothes out before you left? Because you know, Man, they're in the I kitchen, my, they're in I the shook, bedroom. I shook my clothes. <laughs> I shook my clothes when I got home. And I was just like, Lord, oh, please, man. please don't let no, none of these little roaches like fly across. You know, the little the itty bitty ones, the baby roaches, that's, those are the tricky ones. Those are the ones that go into your house. Like they go from bag to bag. You listen, yes. Mike. Uh, yeah. That you was... listen, but that story was hilarious. So listen, we're going, what we're going to do is we're going to let them know at the end of the podcast where they can actually go and find your stories because no doubt. These are dope. And we're going to collaborate. We're going to do some things where we do live readings on the podcast. Okay. Just, you know, just to do some, some different shit. Oh, we can do that. You know, like not, not everybody on their podcast is doing what we do. No, they're not. Okay. They're and not then we're going to like, um, I want you guys to stick around because Mike is here with me. We're going to talk about some things that are going on. You know, we have to do our current events. And um, Mike... Yes. What are some things that you want to see change in 2019? Oh. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're going to come right back because we got a lot to talk about when it comes to that, right? <laughs> and I had to sip some lemonade on that. <laughs> oh, tell them about my lemonade. Let me tell you all something. Tell them about my tea and my lemonade. This this, this lady here, <laughs> for as mm-hmm. I, she, she, mm-hmm. She reminds me of my grandmother in regards to Grandma. how she makes <laughs> lemonade. And that's and that's not she's she's laughing, but this shit is good. I mean, but you said grandma. I, I was mean, like, huh? because it's <laughs> because she makes she takes real lemons, y'all. Come on now. Real and what do I lemons. do? Not not the powder shit. No, 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 no. The real lemons. We roll she, them. She rolls them. I mean Did I squeeze? So this is like my third glass, you know what I'm saying? Don't get diabetes from so, my lemonade. You know, I'm trying to, yeah, you know, chill I'm trying out on to live right. You I'm going to get you a glass of water next. But anyway, guys, don't go away. We got more with Mike Doc. We got more to talk about. It's your girl, Edith Yolanda. 
with the dang truth with the Wednesday gentleman, Michael Dobbs. Oh, yes. The yes, bitches sir. are going to come in flying. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, so listen, we have a lot to discuss, but we're going to narrow it down to two things right now, okay? I'm terribly disappointed. Terribly disappointed in what? I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself because you know that I have been taking a stand with, with Cap, with Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. and I haven't been watching the NFL play at all for like a year and a half. I like, can't say the same thing, but go ahead. I, I know I, I didn't force my, you know, beliefs or anything that of, of that nature on anyone else. But I was like, you know what? These people have been wrong in their treatment of Colin Kaepernick and just how they think of black players and people who fatten their pockets. I'm not supporting the NFL until they put Cap back in. And I know a lot of people were saying that, you know, he was a trash player anyway and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But if he was such a trash player, he would have never made it to the NFL. Let's just be real, right? So I've been standing with Cap and the rest of the, you know, athletes out there that think that, you know, how it was so wrong for 45 to call the players son of bitches and you know I've really been taking my stance uh-huh. so my cousins from Boston no. come into town Uh-oh. okay well let's just make this clear right we all know that the the Super Bowl is going to be hosted here in Atlanta Georgia right. it's going to be a clusterfuck <laughs> it's going to be to say, a cluster fuck. To say the least. Okay, and, and the reason why I say this is because Martyr is already having derailments. They're already shutting down major parts of the intersection in, in the interstate. You have a lot of celebrities that are coming into town, so it's gonna be extra people. True that. Now, now, Mike, am I am I am I lying when I say our traffic is like the worst in the world right now? Pretty much, pretty much. Next to LA. Next to LA, yes, Atlanta's got it. Hands down, hands Hands down. down. So just just last week Thursday, we there was a car accident on I twenty. People were in traffic, stand still for more than four hours. More than four hours. Four hours? Well, the, the accident happened at 7.30. Oh. My friend passed it on the opposite side of the interstate and said she was coming from the bar at 12.30 and it still was standstill. At a standstill. So, now you're taking people from these small country hate towns that are coming out here to the bubble house to, you know, uh, join into the festivities you got people flying in. You got Uber drivers and Lyft drivers who can barely drive all over the city now. It's going to be a clusterfuck. Yes, it's true. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll be working in my Athens and Augusta office. You won't find me nowhere time. near Atlanta. I already I know it's going to be bad in the suburbs. Yeah, I won't be in Atlanta during that time. No, not at all. But getting back, my family from Boston are here this, this past weekend. And I haven't been watching the football game, but you know what they said? 
the Patriots are playing and they're going to the Super Bowl and we're going to take it to your dome where y'all flubbed up two years ago. The Patriots are coming back. And I said, oh, no, the hell you won't. Fuck Tom Brady. Can't stand Tom Brady. Can't stand him, but that Can't stand Robert Kraft. But that motherfucker is bad. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all something. Um, I detest Tom Brady. Okay, so I'm not the I, only one. I don't, <laughs> I don't like him. Um, Why? Why don't you like him? Are we just being haters? I'm being a hater. <laughs> uh, I'm, fuck the bullshit. I'm being a hater. Um, they win everything. And it seems like the rules are set for them. However... <laughs> However, However, on yesterday, that motherfucker just ran game. I'm sorry. I, and I was There's like, they do this could do to- all the time. I was so mad. There's nothing you could do about it. He was <sighs> he was precise. I mean, there was nothing. It was just. It's like he knew who to throw the, throw the ball to. So, I mean, he's, you know, going on 50, 60 years old. <laughs> no, and he's killing that. the game right now. <laughs> You know, and nobody <sighs> seems that nobody can beat him. That was a good game. So, you know, I have to give my hat to him because he went out there and did what a whole bunch of people thought he couldn't. So, you know, kudos to him. I still don't like the motherfucker, but <laughs> kudos. I was kudos. pissed because it was such a good game. Then Casey was up. And then when we go into overtime, we call heads. Patriots call tails. Tails win. That's the end of the game. That's the end of the game. You made the wrong call when you said (laughs) heads or tails. Y'all knew he wasn't going to touch that ball again. (sighs) Mahomes just sat there in his coat (laughs) knowing knowing I'm not going to see the field again. This is It was horrible. I'm not going to see the ball again. (sighs) That's exactly what happened. He did not see the field again. And it was over. This is exactly what happened with Atlanta. But yo, shout out to Sony Michelle. Um, that's that's the University of Georgia <sighs> Bulldog. That's my alma mater. So shout out to him. Um, that's the only person I can really cheer for. Um, Sony, mad props. Ty Gurley, mad props. Georgia Bulldogs, go dogs. That's all I got for that. That's all I'm going to say either. I'm just really disappointed. And I really know that now the the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. They're going to win the fucking Super Bowl. Let's Uh, just say it. They're going to win another ring. And we're going to have these cocky-ass Patriots fans uh, holding up their whole hand. The rings. The rings. I'm, I'm hoping that the Rams can do what the New York Giants did. Somehow, someway... Oh, when McVay, you know, you're supposed to be the golden child now as far as coaching is concerned. You got to come up with something to beat the Patriots, man. This makes you right You want to know what's going to happen for them to beat the Patriots? Oh, Tom Brady's going to have to have the flu. I chew. Nah, he doesn't have to. He's a vampire. He <laughs> it's like... He gets younger. Oh, oh my he God. He got the Benjamin Buttons going on. He gets younger. I'm really disgusted As, right now. I can't believe that I went to the bar and watched this shit. Like, I'm, I'm over it. But either good, how... It was a good game. I mean, everybody where I was, because I was at a bar too, everybody was pretty much going for Kansas City, except for one um, waitress who was ecstatic 
But we, everybody in the bar. Was I hope like, she did. I hope that bitch didn't get a tip. <laughs> she didn't get one from me, but you know, that's just petty. <laughs> Uh, whatever. My table was the rowdiest last night because you know, of course, my cousins are Bostonians. Of course, they were talking shit. Of course, they were loud yeah, and with the northern style. Wasn't Listen, one doing a lap around. The he bar. did a lap around the bar. Shout out to Eric Pinkney. Like you know, my cousin Janine with her power afro got into it with a two eighty, probably three hundred pound man, and uh, and asked her. She asked him. She said. Uh, What's your team? I can't remember what he said, but she said, Where they at? They're not here, they're not playing. Where they at? So, you know, it was a whole lot of shit talking last night. But um in other news, guess what made me very, very happy? What? Just guess. Oh miss is that Miss Harris? It's Miss Harris. Okay, so listen, earlier this morning she was on Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. That bitch is running for the presidency. 2020. Oh shit. She's coming for you. I think she's gonna get like to be honest. I, I have been saying Kamala Harris needed to be in the running before they kept on saying Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. I was saying no Kamala Kamala Kamala. Now a lot of people didn't know who she was. And that I mean that's fair. A lot of people didn't know who she was, but I knew who that bitch was. Who is she? I knew she was fire. She was fired. What's, what's she? I fired? knew that she graduated from an HBCU. Boom. Okay. That's all I needed to know right there, then and there. Okay. She's a Howard alum. Okay. And she is the U.S. Attorney General. And she's fire. Okay. So I am, you know, just going to give you a little, re- uh, like, five things you need to know about um, Kamala Harris from the California Report. And um, it says Kamala Harris is California's junior senator and she announced Monday she is running for the presidency of 2020 the 2020 election it says uh, Kamala Harris is 54 she has been a rising star in the party since her arrival in Washington in 2016 she's 54 yeah she's 54 damn she looks good she looks good you know her daddy is Jamaican he's black her mother is Indian she married now see that uh, I don't know. Okay, come on. So, so okay, we're gonna go with it. <laughs> so the these are the one things, uh the five things, I said the one things, the five things <laughs> that yeah, you need to know about Kamala Harris. So it is pronounced Kamala, not ku kamala. It's kamala. Kamala. We we've what? been pronouncing it. Was... It's Kamala. Miss Harris. Okay, for for me it's Kamala. Okay, Miss Harris. You know, cause she got a sister name. Okay. And it says for some reason even people who should know how to pronounce her name don't know how to pronounce her name. Uh-huh. It's Kamala for me. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. She is California's first Black U.S. senator and the first Indian. American senator ever. Oh, that's a good fact. That's kind of hot. That's kind of hot. Number three is Harris really likes to be in the kitchen. Uh, she making that masala and cornbread, honey. She yeah. know how to cook. Hey. Okay. You, now, how many of you mm. can say that you had a president and know how to make a good cornbread and masala? Man. Okay. Okay. 
Now, the third thing, the third thing is, well, no, I said the third thing. The fourth thing is, is that Harris is married. Damn. She's married. Damn. And she's married to an attorney. His name is Douglas Imhoff. Imhoff. And he's Jewish. That's a good mixture right there. Jamaican, Indian, and Jewish. Okay. Okay, okay. That's nice. That's nice. And the fifth thing that you need to know about Kamula. Miss hair. <laughs> is that she is very, very close to Barack Obama. Um, she endorsed uh, him earlier on in 2008. So, like, they're really, really close. And so, um, so what close? So they shoot ball together or they so what what they mean by close? I mean, okay, so right here it says, in fact, they're so close that the president apparently felt comfortable saying that she happens to be by far the best looking attorney general in the country. Now, I don't know if Michelle is all right with that shit. I mean, but that's what Barack had said. So that makes him close because she said he said she fine. I mean, hey, shit. Yeah, I mean, listen, I we're talking about, about the that. me. Too, listen, uh, we're talking about the me too movement. Okay, that could have been taken way off the Richter scale, but you know they just said that they're really close. Okay, well we'll let we'll let that ride. And then, but you know, listen, Barack is a gentleman, and they said that he apologized for his comments afterwards. But I mean, I mean, what? Why? Why you apologize? That's how he felt. Well, you know, he had to smooth that shit out with Michelle. So, you know, <laughs> like, baby, 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 baby. Uh, listen, baby. listen, what listen, say, listen. What I meant to say was uh, that she's she's a very fine woman. Oh, that's what he said. Yeah, yes, she's, she's a very fine woman. Yes, I, I didn't mean it like in know, her like, legs. You know, well, titties and ass. You know, well. <laughs> But to be fair, Obama also said that she is brilliant and she is dedicated and she is tough. Okay. Yeah. So that was a good comeback. Now that's that's what you say. That's what you say, Barack. <laughs> that's what you tell Michelle. Don't don't be petty. Don't be messy. Don't be messy. But no, I think Kamala is fit for the job. I honestly believe that she is one one of the few that has gone in on forty five. And has done it so eloquently and so professionally and has stated the bullshit and put the bullshit on the table to let them know that, listen, you're not going to pull the wool over my eyes. You're not going to piss in my face and tell me that it's rain. Bitch, I already know what you're doing. And she has a lot to do with prison reform and the justice system. So she was a prosecutor, but refused to actually go after um a certain individual because she saw the injustices that was going on. So that to me is a, it says a lot about a person, okay. their character and what they would do in certain situations. So I, I fucks with Kamala. Okay. I think I pronounced her name correctly. I hope so. Ms. Yeah. Harris. Yeah. Miss, we can just, I Miss call, Harris. I will call her. The Ms. future. Harris. I'm going to say, I'm going to start speaking stuff and say the future POTUS. I'm just saying. You know, white folks got to vote for her, too. You know that. I know that. But I, I feel saying. like at the end of the day, if you are qualified. Okay. Okay. Because you know what? Just saying. I, I had already told my mom that I was really hoping that she would make it. And my, you know what my mom said, right? What she said? She wants Tricky Joe to, to, to go. Tricky Joe? She wants Joe Biden to run. I think Joe is. You think Joe? 
What, what if they I came like, together? I like, I, I, I like that. You like that? I like that? that ticket. That is a good ticket. I like that ticket. Because I feel like Joe, Joe got the experience. No and he has the experience. Joe, Joe to me is that white dude that has the guns on the side. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's ready to say, shoot. What you say, motherfucker? <laughs> what you say? What you say? Nah, we ain't gonna handle this in kind. Right, right. Nah, you come and see me outside, nigga. Right, right, you right. See me right. Outside. Yeah, Joe is kind of like. That's what I like to see. That nigga, yeah. I think that would be a good ticket. And I think that what Kamala would do is she would support him in a way because she is younger and she is, you know, she's out there more. I think that she would be able to support him in the ways that he would need her to. Like, I don't want to see two old white men running the United States again. But even, okay, now, now let me kind of throw something at it. Now, you don't think people would get mad, like I said, they were like, well, why would Joe need to be out front for the president and Miss Harris be the vice president? He's been there. Like, when, 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 when Barack, when he left, we all know that Barack did two terms right mm-hmm. so I think Joe was just tired like he was just tired you know what I'm saying because he just because he's the vice president doesn't mean that he was in the back you know smoking cigars and kicking his legs up on the desk he was working with Barack hand in hand trying to get bills passed trying to get things flowing for Medicare Medicare I want to say Medicaid but Medicare and for all people so he was working too and I think that after that two term type of sentencing because listen Michelle made it clear that when she turned around and waved goodbye at the White House she was on Jimmy Fallon and she said bye Felicia she was over it she was over it yeah I I can see that for Joe um, to me honestly if he would have took over after Barack I think a lot of things would have moved it was, it's real easy to see now that the nation really didn't like Barack because he was black he was black they didn't want to support him because he was black Joe could have came in, same ideas. Yeah. Same things. He's white. They'll go for it. Just my opinion from the Wednesday gentleman. Not saying that that's actually what happened, but you know. That's what happened. Yeah. So. And and from that standpoint, I could only see them giving Kamala Harris their ass to kiss. So that's why I'm like, you know, I think that that, like you said, that would be a pretty good ticket because it would be... Oh, I hate to say this. Say it. It's a white man running for the presidency. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, look at how they just disrespected not only Barack Obama but Michelle Obama. Oh my God! I just saw um, a person made a comment about Michelle Obama on the comments uh, of a Facebook post recently. And I'm like, these people have been gone for two years now. You're still uttering Michelle Obama's name out your dirty, filthy fucking mouth. Because they're haters. And it's, and it's okay. Um, those same people have take issue with blacks mm-hmm. in regards to, you know, being in power. So the thing that I worry about with Ms. Harris is the same thing I worried about with Ms. Abrams or anybody of color. <sighs> You know, a black woman trying to take charge. You know, that's that's the only that's the only 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 problem. And you know what's really sad though, Mike? Because Ms. Abrams was 
she was on the, she would she have represented Georgia so well. But you know what's really, really sad though? Mm-hmm. That we had some black men that even said because Miss Abrams was a Mrs. Abrams or Miss Abrams that she wouldn't be qualified. And that's I that's very sad that, you know, black women have to fight this war of racism um amongst people who are not the same shade or hue as them, but then have to turn around and fight the sexism from their own black men. True. Cause so many times I hear white people calling um or referring to black women as black bitches but then to turn around and hear our rappers um just certain black men in general call women females bitches all the time you know what i'm saying but you know what we're not even gonna get into that that's a whole nother discussion oh jesus that's a whole nother bitch focused discussion. <laughs> and we're going to take a quick break because I want to know from you, like, what is it? You know, last week you were sick. You said that, you know, I got you sick, but we all know that that wasn't the case. No, that wasn't the case. Not last week. All right. No, no weeks before. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's be real. You kissed the frog and that frog gave you some germs. Wasn't me. But last week I did a quick and brief, you know, happy new year to everybody. And I, and I did tell them that I really am not doing anything as far as a fast or a new year's resolution, mm-hmm. but there's some things that I want to see change in 2019. And I want to know from you what you would like to see change in your life in 2019. And we'll be right back. So guys, don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the Dame Truth. All right, Mike. So before we leave, like I said, I last week spoke on what it is that I wanted in 2019, some things that I want. Um, and I, I actually, since that last recording, I got a few more things. I'm going to let you go first, but okay. then I have a, like, I have like a secret that I have to like tell my listeners. Okay. Okay. So what do you want in 2019? Well, what I want in 2019 for me is to utilize my talents. Um, I was telling you before that I sing. Right. So for maybe the past five years, Uh I have taken a break from singing, um, from church, from pretty much everywhere, wedding singing, all of that. Pause. Why? Um, Just some issues that were going on with me. Okay. Um, How I felt about the church at the time because it used to be a praise and worship leader um that's a whole nother topic that's a whole nother topic but um i'm gonna be making a return okay to singing as well as um the writing i will be coming out with my novel this year by hook or by crook so we're gonna make it happen and that is my dedication to 219 well you know what you are giving me like a little bit of a dave hollister type of vibe Okay, ladies, let me just okay, ladies, let me just go ahead and tell you what Mike looks like, right? It's like he's giving me a little bit of Dave Hollister. I don't know who else. I just see Dave. I just see Dave and you. Okay. Yeah. 
Dave. You got Dave. You know, and Dave Hollister is that. Okay, so let me ask you this. What is your, like, your genre? Like, what is it that you like to perform? Is it, like, gospel only or? No, I do. Um, I do a lot of R&B. Do you write? Um, as far as songs, I haven't written songs in a, in a good minute. So you're just like doing cover songs, like you sing. I would do cover songs, okay. pretty much. Um, but you need to get in the studio and start making your own songs. Maybe, you know, I would be probably a songwriter in that regard. Right. I could see myself just doing background. I really don't need the front. I just need to utilize my time. So you wouldn't just sing with like a band? I could. There's a lot of them out here in right. Atlanta. <laughs> that I can that, be your background that, singer that, that and need, you do the front. That needs that need a lead, a good lead or a good background. So no, I, I'll I've be your background it. and you you be the lead. I've I mean <clears throat> me, 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 me. I can I can I can hold a note. Don't don't hold me to it, but I can hold a note. Okay. It might crack a little bit in between the note, but I can I can get on the right key. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll do this after the show, but All don't right. don't don't sit here and think right. like you know oh oh Edith can't sing because she could do a little something something. You you make you make good lemonade. From <laughs> that, so I've I've learned not to doubt you. I mean, because I make good lemonade. Good lemonade, Damn. good tea, good food. I'm just saying. Oh, when I do make good chili fe- cheesesteaks, man. By the way, that's what's going to be the Super Bowl food. Because I I wasn't, I'm not going to go like downtown to the events or anything like that, but I am going to do something for Super Bowl. So you should come over. I probably will be here. I'm going to have on, I'm going to have good macaroni and cheese bites. Okay. I'm going to have some Philly cheesesteaks. Man. I'm going to have some crab dip. Yo, I'm, let me let me tell y'all something about eating. Buffalo cheese dip. I know how she looks. What? She looks, she looks fabulous and everything. <laughs> She, she cooks like no man. She can really, Mike. She you can just... get down. <laughs> so get wait a down. minute, because you know you did say something like that, that magnitude. You were like, I just, I, I never imagined you being that type of chick. And because I was like, you, what? One that cooks? Because you see a lot of chicks spend a lot of time on their makeup and all this other stuff, <laughs> and can't cook for shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest, fellas. Y- y'all know what I'm talking about. But this lady, I, can I mean, cook. you step in the house and it's like, what? I can cook. It's, it's like, you know, pots, pans, like the jet pots and pans, lemonade from scratch. We ain't talking about, you know, <laughs> pulling stuff out the box <laughs> and putting it in a pan. It's actually, you know, like cutting up stuff. The I, only I, thing I, that I really, really want to learn how to do better, because like my mom is phenomenal with that, and that is baking. Yeah, she is. She. My mom is phenomenal with baking. Her mom gives me pies to take home. Yeah, like my ancestors whisper in my ear about seasoning, how to cook, but my mom, like with baking, you have to have it down to a science, and my mom has that shit. Yes, yeah, she does. I'm looking at like a four layer cake that she has right now. We won't talk about it. No, I'm gonna give won't. you something to take home because no. I don't want to eat it. Listen, no. listen. I'm okay. So this goes on to what I want to tell you, right? Okay. This is a this is a judge free zone. True. So don't even laugh. Okay. But honestly, this year I want to. I'm going to be somebody's Valentine this year. So listen, can, would you? Okay. Listen. That's not hard for you. I've never had a Valentine. 
Shut the fuck up. Mike, I swear, I swear on a Bible. I've never, okay, let me tell you. I've never had a Valentine. Never. Like, even growing up in high school and stuff like that, my mom used to buy my Valentine's Day gifts. I never got a Valentine's Day. I got Christmas gifts. I've gotten birthday gifts. I've never had a Valentine. The one thing that, the one time I became close to having a quote-unquote Valentine, the guy that I was dating just found out that he had MS. I remember that story. I told you this. I remember that story. He just found out he had MS and we were supposed to go out and we didn't, we ended up not going out. We ended up staying at my house and he brought me like a little teddy bear in a box. But that's a Valentine. I mean, but like when you say Valentine, you're like, you're thinking, oh, you're going to get like a card, flowers. This was like a somber moment. Like he was like down. And like really sad and depressed, so thinking that he was about to die. Gave you a, a teddy bear, you know I'm gonna die. So yeah, that's you. what it was like. And then let me tell you, and this is what's really fucked up, though. This is what's really fucked up. He came over. He gave me this little teddy bear in a box or whatever. I have MS. He starts to like cry and stuff like that because his it was crazy. He stopped talking to me and went back to his ex. He really? went to his ex-girlfriend. Yes. And they started... Scared. He was scared you weren't going to take care of him? I guess. I thought he was, like, maybe feeling that, you know, maybe I was not ready for a person who had MS or whatever, whatever. He might felt, you know, inadequate or that he was going to get sick. And so he went with this, what he knew best. So you would... So, okay. It's really fucked up. Okay. I'm... Because I really didn't have I'm a... Valentine. That's not a Valentine. I'm trying to understand. Now, fellas in Atlanta, y'all mean to tell me <laughs> that none of y'all no. have made Edith Yolanda your never. Valentine. I what never. The fuck. Is okay. With y'all? And then let me let me just say this. This with that guy, you, that was maybe like three. I do, and I usually yeah, I do. I was involved with a guy for about four years. Okay, I was really young. I was in my 20s. This was before this guy in my 20s. And he basically he said he didn't celebrate pagan holidays. He didn't celebrate Christmas. He didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. He didn't celebrate, you know, Valentine's. So what he ended up doing was like everybody would, you know, celebrate their Valentine's, you know, get their things and everything like that. And then like maybe a week later or like. A few days after, we would go out to dinner or something like that. You sound cheap. That sounds like a cheap way out. And I was and I was young and I didn't know any better and I I I didn't I didn't know any better. I liked this guy. He was like really type of you know this very kind of intellectual guy that I really liked and he said that he didn't he didn't worship pagan holidays so he said it was like all about the white men getting people to spend their money unnecessarily if a person is supposed to love you they're supposed to love you 365 days of the week that's true you know so that's that's why I was like well if you tell me that you love me and you're there for me and you'll take me out to eat and we'll do something afterwards I mean hey at least you are taking me out but it wasn't it wasn't on Valentine's Day and the thing that let me just interject here and this is for all the fellas now I agree with what he says you you're going to be in a relationship and it's all year round 
but you always want your lady to feel like a lady. Yeah. You know, I'm not with all the buying all the stuff on Valentine's Day, but check this out. If that's what my woman wants and it makes her feel like a lady, damn it, it. I'll do it. It doesn't even have to be that big. Like, even if he were to, even if he said, you know what, I know that Valentine's Day means something to you. Um, It doesn't really mean anything to me, but it means something to you. I just want to give you some roses and a card. Just brothers. I think a lot of us have, have, we're kind of like on automatic now. We don't put that into a thought process. We just go ahead and do it because we know that makes our lady happy. Right. You want your lady happy because it make it's gonna make you happy. In the end. Yeah, you know, she's you know, happy. You know you happy. You know, and if she's happy, you get you know, you get the big happy. That, that, I'm just saying. Yeah, we all wanna be happy. <laughs> come on, come on now. You wanna be a little happy now. So, you know. So this is where the big secret is revealed. I got back on Tinder. <laughs> on that note, Listen, listen. Okay, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm so bored. Like, I'm so bored. Okay, I told you, do not judge me. Okay, I'm sorry. Judge me. I, I said, I said, do not judge. At the beginning, that it was a disclaimer. Okay. So listen, this is the reason. (laughs) Mike, (laughs) Mike is now sipping more his lemonade. Okay, so (laughs) listen. So listen. I don't go out. I don't meet people. I'm not going to date anybody who I work with. So, I just got on Tinder. Now, um, now listen. I'm not just choosing just... Well, I am just choosing because it's just swipe right, right or left. But the conversation has to be there. Okay, I have rules. I have rules for my Tinder. Are you ready? Speak on. Okay. When I swipe right and we are compatible in that way and we commence to speaking to one another, we have to exchange phone numbers. In that exchange of phone numbers, we do not text, we talk. And we meet at a very public location for drinks conversation coffee whatever but i don't go to his house he doesn't come to mine we communicate i get to do my research on this person a little bit more and then that's how i know if i'm gonna have me a valentine okay that's it that's all that's all that's all i know you want to judge i know you want to judge Go ahead and say what you want to say mike go ahead and say what you want to say go go say it say it what, what's wrong with Tinder? Everybody is now on the internet. <laughs> Stop singing. Okay, everybody is now doing internet dating. So. Okay. So it's nothing wrong with it. This, I mean, it's whatever floats your boat. I've never done Tinder. You should. I I've should make never, you a Tinder account. No. Mike, I should get. Listen. Uh, no. I do not want a Tinder account. Why? If you meet, if you meet them on, I'm already busy as it is, and I don't, I don't want people. You know, that's that's just taken away from the time that I need. So even if you meet her at the grocery store, if you meet her on the internet, what's the difference? I mean, no difference. But my whole thing is, in in time, it'll happen. I'm not forcing it to. Oh, okay. Well, let me tell you something. You already have your two children. I have none. 
Yes, you got children. I have you a niece a, and a nephew. You taking care of other people's kids. But, but they not mine. Okay. You know, every woman wants to have her, her, every woman has her own biological clock. It's ticking. It's ticking. Okay. Right? You know, women can't have babies at certain ages. That's, like, And that's going to be another show. That's a whole nother show. But I'm just saying, y- y'all can take your time because y'all can have babies until you're 80. I mean, we can. You can. You, know, you be like people Bryson out there, you know, <laughs> 60-something. I have no idea. I know that my dad, when I was born, he was 48. And he's he's coming back around. I'm like, dude, like, you're 60. Stevie Wonder, too. Stevie Wonder has, like, a like a newborn. And I know he was, like, he 35 take, in 1960. He ain't helping taking care of these kids. Who? Stevie? Stevie ain't. I mean, he Pebo, could be. That's why people back on the road, because he got to take care of the kids. <laughs> I didn't even know people Braxton was back I'm on the road. The, the, the new CD is fine. Oh, wow. Check it out. I didn't it's legit right. know that people Braxton had another child, though. Yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I seriously. <laughs> but listen, <laughs> on a real deal, like, I had a great time with you. This was like, this was a pretty dope podcast. I liked it. Are you going to come back? Yes, I will. Are you going to remain my co-host? Yes, I will. Yay! you don't get sick. Here we go. Because <laughs> you made a slick comment the other day saying that I'm falling apart. And I was like, nigga, can I get sick during the flu uh, season, please? No, you can't. <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to bring my doctor, my doctor friend, Dr. Joy um, Barbara Jones, and she's going to give us some tips, hopefully, soon. on how. To, yeah, and to, like, free ourselves from... If she tells me that I have to stop eating pork, though, it's not going to happen because I'm going to mm-hmm. eat bacon until I D.I.E. Mm-hmm. Bacon, too. Bacon, bacon. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to The Dame Truth. Make sure that you tune in again next week with my co-host, Mike Doc. And you can follow me on Facebook under Edith Yolanda on Instagram at Hermosa uh, Cosmetics. And Mike, how can they uh, find you on social media and your sensual, seductive, sexual writings? Well, on Facebook, I have a um, fan page. Just um, look up the Wednesday Gentleman mm. and it'll take you there and the stories will be there. Um, as well as some nice little quotes and things like that. On Instagram, you can just um, follow me at Wednesday Gentleman. Woo! Ladies, follow Michael Doc. I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna get you with a nice little uh, photo shoot so that the ladies can okay. love Michael Doc Cool James. Michael Doc Cool. James. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to The Dame Truth. And until next time, make sure that you stay safe and love, love, love more. All right, y'all. Bye.